Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 175 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your other host, Andy. Welcome back to What a Beautiful Podcast, where we're going to read some comics to you. Particularly, we usually read JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Dragon Ball, but uh, somebody's DDoSing manga, manga decks again. I don't know why people do this, but... It's really, it's really fucking annoying. So to keep things rolling, we downloaded a couple chapters of JoJo, and we're just going to nail through that today, and we'll pick up Dragon Ball next time, unfortunately, even though I love yeah. I love reading it, but uh, assholes are DDoSing manga decks, and I don't... I mean, under- these days, manga decks might have just DDoSed itself. I don't know. <laughs> that thing seems like it's built very precariously. Yeah. It's like, what's, what's that game with the, the sticks... That you had to, like, pull out, and there were marbles in them. You know what I'm talking about, or I'm talking nonsense? <laughs> I think you're talking nonsense, Jack. Okay. Someone out there knows about that game where it's, like, sticks, but you but you had to pull them out very carefully. It was like Jenga if you didn't have Jenga. Like... Why would you... If you wanted Jenga, why wouldn't you get Jenga? I don't know. I don't know if it was, like, a knockoff Jenga, or, like... Was it just called Fiddlesticks? Might have just been called Fiddlesticks. <laughs> Sorry, it's weird energy tonight. Um, yeah, it's just called it or pickup sticks. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The moment pick passed. up. We're gonna pick up sticks. I don't know, man. Don't 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 don't, put... don't fact check Jack today. No, Jack's not. Jack doesn't seem to be in a very good mood today. Sticks and mar- board game with marbles and sticks. <laughs> it's called Kerplunk. Ker- Thank God. What the fuck, dude? Ker-plunk. Yeah. It's called Kerplunk. I'm not crazy. I still think he's crazy. Yeah, but that's a great... I'm so glad it's named Kerplunk. A nerve-wracking <laughs> game of skill. Speaking of nerve-wracking games of skill, we're... We're watching... We're watching? We're, what are we, we're what are we watching? What are we watching? <laughs> <laughs> You're watching Jack struggle to form sentences. Um, we're reading Ringo Road again versus gyro in a nerve-wracking game of skill (laughs) oh boy all right so this chapter is a lot of is is exposition sean on uh Mm -hmm. on what's his face ringo's backstory so here's how we'll do this jack i'm gonna be talking to myself for the dual part so why don't you be exposition sean yeah i'm gonna gloss over some of this because a little bit of this is rough i don't really uh want to do it that much so, just let, I'll just let you know, I'll give you the gist, and if you want to read it yourself, that's fine. Um, but, chapter 35, The True Man's World, part 3. Uh, we get a little inset of hot pants here with his stand, Cream Starter. Stand name, Cream Starter, can turn flesh into a cream-like substance that can be sprayed. When in contact with someone else's body, the other person's flesh is the one that's drained. Awesome. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> The awesome, awful juxtaposition there. Very <laughs> accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, so, Exposition Coon comes in. When Ringo, when Ringo Rodigan was young, Ringo's father, who was a farmer, was drafted and sent to war. And for reasons unknown, he escaped from the front lines. Immediately after he was found, he was imprisoned, and eventually he died of disease. The Rodigan family was now fatherless. Due to their extreme poverty and their newfound brand as traitors, Ringo's mother and his two sisters were forced to leave, and they traveled all across the country. From birth, Ringo had fragile skin, and even the slightest things could give him cuts, causing him to bleed. None of the doctors that Ringo was taken to knew the reason for this strange condition. There were times when Ringo would scrape his elbow in bed while sleeping. If he were to cut inside of his mouth, he would sometimes be unable to breathe. He often fell ill and was never able to go to school. Isn't this just, like, anemia? Like, uh, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah. this is a this is a real condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just, he's got anemia. He's yeah. got some sort of weird blood disease. Um, and one night, when a ten-year-old Ringo woke up, he saw a large man, clad in a military uniform, looming over him, illuminated in the dim light. 
The man gave off a strange scent and, and almost like a vapid cow, was eating a raw potato that he had in his right hand. Normal stuff. Love, yeah. love the late 1800s, dude. Cool time. Cool times. <laughs> late 1800s just, like, seems like a real shitty time to be alive. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, when, when do you think it officially stopped being a shitty time to be alive? Um, 1930s. That's uh, a Great sorry. Depression, Jack. <laughs> sorry, sorry. End, <laughs> end yeah. of World War II, maybe? Yeah, end of World War II. It, that's, uh, yeah, but then, you know... That's you when start... that American except- exceptionalism, like, kicks in full gear. Because yeah. before that... It really kind of sucked. <laughs> well, you know, post-World War II, you still had, like, Jim Crow, and then you had the Vietnam War, and, you know mm-hmm. you know what? Let's just say, there was never a not-shitty time to be alive. That's fair. Just <laughs> the great equalizer. Everything's been shit forever. Yep. Um, the man choked Ringo with his free hand and said, Don't make a ruckus now. Here I was that this house didn't have shit. I'd long forgotten skin as beautiful as this. Oh, great. Yeah, this you see rules. what I mean here? Yeah, yeah this is yeah, awesome. Great. Yeah, it sucks. Um, <laughs> so young Ringo looks out and sees that this man has killed uh, his mom and his sister and is really just a terrible, terrible human being. Yeah. And goes to assault Ringo. Ringo grabs the the six shooter out of this guy's pocket as holster it looks a lot like emperor that's fine it's fine you know rocky and guns <laughs> yeah guns guns are cool um uh yeah i'm, I'm gonna read from here because it's it's no longer that gross yeah hey what do you think you're doing calm down that's that's dangerous <sighs> you <sighs> you you <sighs> You managed to take that from me? That's pretty amazing. But you don't get it, do you? That's something only a bad boy would do. Don't take that thing so lightly now. <sighs> Your nose. <It's laughs> Thank you, Andy. Marvelous performance. Thanks, Jack. This is what I was... I was born for this role. I was born to breathe heavily. Heavy breathing. Feeling really heavily. awkward the whole time. <laughs> Oh, Andy, you're really great as Civil War pedophile number two. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> you gonna put that on your resume, Jack? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's me. I'm I'm that I'm Civil War pedophile number two. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm the small boy being pedophiled, which you know also Ooh. looks also looks great on the resume. <laughs> Don't verb pedophile. <laughs> Let's, I'm sorry. It's, we're already too deep in this hole. Yeah, just just keep going. You all right? Is that so, sort of disease? That's a lot of blood. Listen, if you shoot that thing, think about the amount of shock you're going to get. Your nose is going to bleed like hell. Enough so you'll never grow up big and strong, yeah? Plus, I'm not mad yet, but you're going to make me mad. Oh, yeah. He's going to he's gonna make him mad. Tells him the person with the gun. Yeah. If you shoot... I'll be incredibly pissed off. I won't let you off that easily. Before I kill you, I'll cut off your mom and sister's arm and feed them to the goddamn pigs. But, as a man who used to be in the army, you're a good boy, aren't you? You don't have the guts to shoot me. Put the gun down. Be gentle, so I'll put the gun down. Raise you like my own son, so put the gun under the bed. Uh, yeah, Ringo starts to hack up blood. Yeah, hack up blood, bleeding from his nose... And the gun swivels down, and the guy moves in. But Ringo is quicker on the draw and shoots the guy in the head. <laughs> Just, Great. <laughs> like, blammo. Just super graphic again, too. Like, Steel Ball Run really wraps it up like the grounded, realistic yeah. violence. Part 5 and Part 6 were really violent, but it was more like cartoon violence in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, it still got pretty gross, but like... This is, this is. More we don't just have a like, healer yet. Yeah, we don't have a healer, and this guy just got his fucking bl- brains blown out against the wall. Yeah, and Gaucho got shot execution style in the dirt. Yep. Ooh. After this, the boy's nosebleed had already stopped. There was a newfound power in his eyes, and his skin became flushed. He could see the light, the path of light that he was to take. He breathed through his nose, and it filled his chest. 
It was like he was breathing for the first time and the air was crisp and fresh. And after that, ever since, Ringo Rodigan never suffered from sudden cuts or difficulty with breathing. A fair duel served to eliminate his uncertainties within. The wall that he had to surpass was what he called true man's world. That was what he believed, and that was the only path that he could pursue. From that day forward, Ringo Rodigan uh, advocated for gun rights because he would tell people that it cures anemia. Buy this gun, and you will bleed normally. (laughs) (laughs) Buy this gun, and... Get rid of all blood diseases. Yeah. Like, <laughs> with the power yeah. of life and death in your hands, you will be cured. Like, imagine uh, Gyro is flipping through the Sears catalog to like buy all his stuff, and there's just a full page Ringo Rodigan ad selling guns. Come to down to Crazy blood. Ringo's Guns and Ammo. We'll make your legs work. <laughs> God damn. All right. Anyway, uh, Gyro is bleeding out on the ground. Yeah, let me voice Jaro's uh, ghost dad here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's bleeding out on the ground. He got gut shot. And of the things to get shot in in the 1800s, the gut is probably the worst one. Yeah, at least the ones that the spots that don't instantly kill you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as he's bleeding out, a ghost of his father appears behind him. As it does. Mm-hmm. You can't be heading back towards that cabin, are you, son? To save Johnny Joestar? If you go, you will lose. Gyro, do not go back to the cabin. Father. This should, be, this should be something that you've realized by now. You cannot win. What are your... Oh, man, he's, re- he's really going in, yeah. into it. <laughs> what are your motives for going to that cabin? You're being sentimental, and that is why you lose. That sentimentality of wanting to save your friend. That sentiment eats away at your heart and creates vulnerability sentimentality will be the downfall of this family and of the art of our steel balls you should not go victory is irrelevant the steel balls are for the king it is not an ability to be used for combat leave this orchard in silence this is an order you are the eldest son of the zapelli family and have i not told you the criminal may be a boy or he may even be innocent but one must not feel sentimental about it you must immediately remove yourself from this race Okay. And here we go. Thanks, Dad. Fuck you. If I may, Father, (laughs) sentimentalism, that's not it. Plus, that bastard, he thinks I'm some kind of conformist. (laughs) Fuck that big-headed asshole. Talking big as he, I just want to understand. Does Marco really have to be executed? What the hell is the identity of the corpse that Johnny... (laughs) Gyro's like, okay, Dad. If I'm talking to you from the afterlife, I'm just gonna ask. I'm gonna you all- go. I'm gonna go in. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna ask you all these questions. <laughs> what in the hell is the identity of that corpse that Johnny wants to find? My path to understanding is the ultimate priority, or else I'll never be able to move forward. Nowhere, not even the path to the future. I won't even be able to pursue it. That's why I joined the Steel Ball race. I can see it. I'm beginning to see it, Father. I'm getting the sensation of victory. Oh, here's something. Oh! Gyro whips that ball at the uh, the wall of the cabin. And briefly, we see the one half of the weird robot stand. But yeah, it's all from, green. From this now. angle, it just kind of looks like green Silver Chariot Requiem. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. We get a zoom in on his his one eye, um, and then he goes in. Uh, he's able to see through the wall of the cabin, basically, and see what uh, Ringo is doing. And he's like using because they already did. They already do the turbo thing. No, yeah, they already Kansas did. City is no Kansas City is where turbo is. They did well, move, yeah. move rare cruise. Well, I guess what they're um, trying to show is that Ringo also knows about the weird binary bullshit that Gyro went on about. Or no, he uh, he riffled through Johnny's pockets. And oh, okay. yeah, that's the that's the same piece of paper. Yeah, he's definitely still alive, Johnny. That map, Kansas City. He knows where the next corpse part is now. Ringo wrote again, starting now, neither of us can back down. In a word, this is like chess. 
the first one to make a bad move will lose, no matter what we both think, no matter how hard we fight against it. Uh, Johnny sip, uh, Gyra rather sipping the Kool Aid right now. Yeah, <laughs> and with no more uh, pomp and circumstance, he just whips Ringo in the face with a steel ball. Yep. But of course, Ringo reaches to his watch to roll back the clock. His mm-hmm. time powers are bullshit. Time powers are really good, it turns out. Yeah, and they keep fucking cropping up. There's there's no end yeah. to them. <laughs> they don't stop. Hmm. Still here. Your actions are useless are meaningless to me. I've already expressed this. I can rewind six seconds in time. I can do this as many times as I wish. My employer will most likely tell me to dispose of you as well, but doing so is worth nothing to me. I will let you leave this orchard. Go alone. Return to your race. Do as you wish. You know, might just be me, but I'm getting the feeling you're looking down on me. You said you fiddle with that wristwatch to turn back time, but, you know, I threw that steel ball to check your body. I'll tell you, to be fair, my steel ball scan an old wound in your left collarbone. My steel ball scan found an old wound left in your collarbone. Oh, yeah, steel ball scan being the uh, ability. Yeah. In my next attack, I'm going to aim for that collarbone. (laughs) Oh, son of a bitch. And that impact to that old wound will most definitely paralyze your whole left side. And I don't think you're going to be able to turn the knob of your wristwatch with a paralyzed left hand. Not just your left arm, but your left leg, even your left eyelid will drop. You won't even be able to speak. If I w- even if you wanted to, there won't be a redo. No more six seconds back in time. And the paralysis will also stop your heart, which is also on the left side of your body. Kicks in the door. <laughs> yeah, Gyro does not care. Still bleeding from a gut shot. Uh-huh. Step, step, big stepping. And from this Ooh. distance... Neither of us are going to miss this shot. So what now? We can't back down now. It doesn't matter what we want anymore. Beat, beat. Hell of a cool uh, dual page spread here. Uh Uh-huh. And then Ringo draws, Gyro draws. Gyro gets another shot, like, right where I think his heart should be. And Gyro finds his mark with the collarbone shot. See what happens. Oh, no, Gyro got shot in the throat. Even better. <laughs> Great. Th- this guy. My heart. My left arm. Oh, my left arm. Yep. He's not able to uh, hit Mandem, so six seconds tick by and he can't erase it. Uh-oh. A, d- a draw. Gyro Zeppeli, damn, six seconds are gonna pass. Then he does a fucked up revolver ocelot thing. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. God, okay. So he shoots the little knob yep. on the wristwatch yep. to turn back time. Yep. God fucking damn it. <laughs> back to the duel. Oh, boy. I'm just, I gotta take a sip after that bullshit. Yeah, take a sip. It's <laughs> insane. Okay. He flips the gun in his hand, flicks it. To shoot. Oh, my God. Right. <sighs> Thought so. So you turn back time. Six seconds. So what now? One more time? One more time! Interesting. Gyro Zeppeli. Your eyes have taken on a better glow. But you are still merely a conformist, you sheeple! (laughs) (laughs) I I can't. (laughs) That's not for you to decide! Neither of us can go back down now! Oh, even better, what is this view? This, like, really cool three-quarters view. Yeah. Like, and the shading and the lines. Ugh. Well, alright, so this time... not Alright, so Ringo actually blocks the steel ball this time, but he also shoots Gyro through this, the shoulder, so neither of them are mortally wounded this time. Yeah, they're just, like, inflicting flesh wounds on each other. Yeah, I mean, realistically, Gyro should be mortally wounded, but this is, this, you know, m- manga comic books and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, so they're both in pain. Yep, a lot for, of pain. For two for pages. Two pages to show how fucked up they are. This is the second shot. This decides it. Ugh! Ugh! 
And as he's about to execute Gyro, he sees that... All right. What, ha- what happened? Okay, here? so a piece of wood punctures his shoulder wound. Let's see mm. how this bullshit is explained. <laughs> yep. Uh, With... Oh, yeah. A shard of wood. This. With your left arm, Ringo wrote again. You, with that left arm, guarded your collarbone. You wanted to finish me off with a second shot. And because of that defensive stance, you didn't. your attack didn't hit my vitals, and instead it hit my shoulder. The end would be when you fired your next shot. Okay. All right. Still haven't been explained. Yeah, still don't, still don't get it. Uh, okay. A shard of wood. The pieces of wood that were falling from the ceiling. You remember that they were from the first six seconds and you used your steel ball to launch one at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, like a bullet, Andy. Mm, like a bullet. Hmm. Okay. Admirable, Gyro Zeppeli. One shot. I was one move behind. If you hadn't been guarding yourself with your with one arm, you would have definitely hit my vitals. Someone as capable as you, but that would have brought the match to a duel again. Another six second. Uh oh, this is fucking Ringo. But that would have brought the match to a duel again. Another six second rewind. It would have gone on. The duel would have never ended. Though it seems as if those six seconds are already up. Stop it. Get get yourself some help. <laughs> Don't <laughs> stop. Just just take just don't sell guns anymore, Ringo. Like <laughs> do something with yourself. Yeah. Like it's the 1800s. You can literally do anything. Don't try anything funny. There's no more second shot for you. Put that gun back on the floor. I'm satisfied. There's no reason for me to finish you off. That's why you're a sheeple. Find the path of light, the shining path that one must tread with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> These are societal values and also a true man's wor- a true man's value. Shut the fuck up, dude. Just shut the fuck <laughs> he up. He won't die. <laughs> he won't die. He refuses to die. A true man's values. They used to be synonymous in the past, but currently, the two are not necessarily one and the same. The man and society are completely different ideals now, but the true road to victory requires embracing the true man's values. You think this guy is like, he thinks he knows that, he thinks he knows fucking everything. True, How many manifestos do you think he's written? Yeah, true like this, true that. He's got a shelf full of them. Yeah. Continue the race and find out for yourself the path of light. That is what I will pray for, and I thank you. Goes to take another shot. Gyro dodges it, and th- I guess throws the ball. Yeah, throws the ball, and we see the impact right in Ringo's chest, and we can only assume that he carved a crater in this yeah. man's guts. Welcome. To the true man's world. Falls. The art gets so good here. And Gyro... yeah, this is this is a pretty famous uh, panel right here of Ringo mm-hmm. dying. Yeah, Jaro looks into the streaming sunlight over the cabin, picks up his two spinning steel balls. Well, looks like you still have a pulse, Johnny. You and me both. Hot pants. I don't really give a shit. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Just, just leave her out there. It's fine. All right. Uh, the green tombstone. Yeah. So that, so that was True Man's World. <laughs> what a fucking thing. Still that good, was. man. Still yeah, good. it's still really good. I mean, we we have fun here. I make lots of jokes, but uh, honestly, though, that that was some good shit. It's it's well regarded for a goddamn reason. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Doesn't overstay its welcome. Yeah, real quick, uh, three chapter arc, and you know, it, it's just a very singular story. It's just uh, in and out. But yeah, and it, yeah, let's let's move on. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the green tombstone, we get a quick page on Mandem over here. Yeah, stand name Mandem can rewind six seconds in time. Ringo Rodigan's wristwatch is just a physical manifestation for his psychological switch. 
So he didn't even need to use that fucking watch. No. He just like uh, He was just being real extra about it. Mm-hmm. Just like Gyro in this cover page. He's yeah, he's looking the ball. Which he's you looking know. the ball. Uh, he looks like he just stepped out of a hot topic. because um, he's got the chain <laughs> wallet, he's got the stud belt, he's got fishnet. He's like gauntlets. pretty much got his ass coming out, like those pants are falling off. Mm-hmm. And Hip his huggers. shirt's falling off and I don't, I don't know what this is. What, what this is? <laughs> this is one of those that was in, like uh, inspired from like some fashion model. I think if you yeah. go to the wiki and look at the comparisons, you'll you'll see it. Yeah. Um, here's Johnny, who's definitely not dead. Oh yeah, real quick. Uh, D, D, I don't know about you, Jack, but I kind of miss the old stand profile pages. Like I know that like it's about time the stand stats went away. But because uh, they didn't mean anything. No, they meant like, jack. They meant jack fucking shit. And once we got to part six, especially. Well, like even now with these part seven stands, except for like maybe a few like Tusk and D four C. Like, what stats do you give Mandem? They would all just be like all those weird stands in the earlier parts where everything was just N A N A N A C N A. You know? Yeah, it was just question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. So it's it's about time they got cut away. They're much simpler now, the stand stand profiles, but uh but yeah, just a thought. Anyway, mm-hmm. back on the road. Yeah, back on the road again. Twentieth mm. mm. day of the fourth stage, a full day until Kansas City, the goal. Two hours until the sunset. I'm not gonna uh yeah, whatever. Stage running distance, about twelve hundred and fifty kilometers, total number of racers, nineteen eighteen. Racers withdrawn from the race, 825. Currently ranked first, Diego Brando with 190 points. That son of a bitch. Um, and it's Johnny and Jaira racing along, and then we get a flashback to how Johnny is still alive. Oh, and here we go. Welcome yep. welcome to Bullshit Lands, and here's our, you know, here's our healer. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Jairo is using Hot Pants' unconscious hand-holding cream starter to fill in the bullet wound um, that didn't go through Johnny's skull uh, and just leaves him with a dent. <laughs> it, you know what the fucked up thing is, though? Doesn't uh, Cream Starter uses Hot Pants' flesh to do this, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's using Hot Pants' unconscious body and stealing his flesh to fill in Johnny's wounds. So that's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's like a thimble. Well, just think how much flesh you could fit in a thimble. That's that's it. it. Also, <laughs> here's a, a gyro gag that doesn't work in English. All right, let's see. All right, I'm going to read this. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen these panels a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you know what they... I'm going to look up the, uh, like the actual translation so we can know what we're looking at. Yeah. Hey, is your head feeling all right? Listen, I think I just came up with something. An original gag. But listen up. I'm only going to do it once, so pay attention. Only once, all right? Look at my fingers. How many am I holding up? Four. (laughs) So he starts waving his hand. Excuse me. Let me pass. Um. Okay. So here's, here's the joke. Okay. So. Four in Japanese, uh, you can use she, and then he, because he goes from four to two, 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 and zero, like, it, it zooms in on his hands when he's making a really awful face, and it's like zero, which is rei. Uh, rei is, excuse me, let me pass. Leave it, alright, leave it to Iraqi to write. A manga set in the Old West in America, starring an Italian man and an American, and put in the most Japanese-ass joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just, it's a real silly bit of physical comedy, where he's like, uh, and sure, and that's it. There's, that's, there's no punchline. Also, this, this really funny panel of gyro holding up his hand making a zero has been mean to hell and back like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a jojo meme yeah anyway and that's what and that was the gag what do you think hmm it was pretty good it's pretty hilarious actually right it gets funnier with time don't take my idea just because you like it <laughs> mr horse let me pass 
Mr. Horsey <laughs> let me pass. Horsey. Come on. Ah, fuck. It's the horsies. Johnny. All right, let's get going. I sprayed hot pants' wounds too. Out of context. You know, take that out of context. Mm-hmm. Uh, before he could wake up. Johnny glances into Ringo's cabin. He was a terrifying enemy. I wonder if all the others we're going to encounter are going to be like him. Probably. Chilling, huh? But it's not like we can quit the race now. But you weren't going to quit anyway, right? Even if we did throw the race, you'd still be chased by the government for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. Thanks for reminding me, Jaro. Yeah, thanks. Like I said, I don't have any intention of dropping the race. Actually, I feel emboldened. Yeah, I don't know why, but I feel the same. Let's go to Kansas City in the lead. Also, the identity of this corpse. Who is this saint? We need to get some information from the Vatican. <laughs> yeah, let me, right, let me Johnny, get the Pope quick, on the horn. Quick detour. Let's, let's just take our horses over to the Vatican and ask them what's up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's another great face. Mm-hmm. Whoa, this guy is a lot of stuff. Let's take all of his roast beef sandwiches. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If we eat them all, that would mean he'll have no more evidence left to send us to hang. Or maybe we can just eat the meat and leave the bread to piss him off, huh? <laughs> so Gyro is stealing Hot Pants' stuff, which included mm-hmm. a whole thing full of roast, roast beef, beef sandwiches. <laughs> and Johnny goes to investigate if Hot Pants is still alive. Is he really alive? It's like, and going to feel if there's a heartbeat, we find out that Hot Pants is in fact a girl. Yep. What the? Hot pants? No way. Hurry, Johnny. In in points, that cream guy is still... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, there was a guy that was just named Cream. I think he was behind Mac the Knife. So we have a guy named Cream and a stand called Cream Starter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is there a problem? No, there's no problem. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Well, that's a surprise. But I guess it doesn't matter. He, no, Hot Pants, no matter who he might be, has nothing to do with us. Back off to the races. Yep. Being seen isn't an issue, but being followed by those balloons is a problem. Let's move through the trees. Also, when you talk, cover your mouth with your hand. Like this, with your hand. But why? It's lip reading. Don't let them read our conversation from the sky. It's it's what they teach us in the army. It's not, not anything special, really. But those that are up there are sure to have seen are sure to have been trained in it. Steel is definitely working with the government. Hey look, Poco Loco's here. Sandman's coming too. Looks like we're somewhere towards the lead. Splash, splash, splash. Sandman's swimming. Poco Loco's just hanging out. Hey Sandman! Sandman! We need to ask you something. Who's in the lead right now? Have you seen Dio? Hey! Hey, looking good as usual. Come on, tell us. We want to know what's going on right now. (laughs) That's a great panel, too. Oh, am I Sandman? Is Dio your only rival? Well, no matter. I saw Dio's tracks this morning. He's about an hour ahead of us, as you predicted. He's in the lead, and he took the route with fewer rivers. Hmm. An hour? We still have a day left. We can catch up to him. And one other thing. A storm is going to hit tomorrow. The last stretch of the race is going to be difficult. In the first stage, I was awarded the victory instead of you. That's why I'm telling you this. Now we don't owe each other anything. Sandman out! (laughs) And just (laughs) swims the rest of the river. It's a clear sky, but we can trust what Sandman says. So Dio is an hour ahead of us, and it's going to be a storm, and not just rain. That means that traveling by horse is going to be nearly impossible in tomorrow's weather. Looks like a change of plans, Johnny. It's almost dark, but let's move our horses as far as we can. There's going to be a storm tomorrow that'll be better for our horses. Then we'll wait for the storm to quiet down at a good spot and head straight for the goal. And with and th- this place, with the turbo, we can go here after we finish the race and we'll secretly retrieve the corpse part. You okay with that? No, that's not it. Gyro, we can't do that. Sandman said that Dio took the route with the least amount of rivers. The northern route. The northern route doesn't have any tributaries of the Mississippi River. That means Dio is heading to the northern part of Kansas. He's heading towards it. 
Thanks. Do you know? <laughs> you're welcome. I I want to make sure you're, you're paying attention. Yeah. You know? Everything yeah. treat for the people at home. <laughs> Dio knows where the turbo is due to his left eye. He plans to get the corpse part before he finishes this race. Also, damn it, I just remembered. Inside Ringo's cabin, there was a birdcage. I thought there was something weird. There was an empty birdcage in that cabin. Yeah, I know. So what? What are you trying to say? It would have been fine if there was a bird in there, but I didn't realize it was empty. There weren't any birds in there. So that means that the government is on to us? Ringo already sent the information about Turbo with a carrier pigeon. Even before we came, I wouldn't put it past him. How fast do pigeons fly? I have no idea where he sent it, but it's much faster than a horse. Much faster. Gyro, I'm going to run through the storm. It might already be too late, but we have to get there before we get to the goal. Oh, here we go. All okay. Right. Balloon time, balloon time, and then the president looking at pictures of the balloons. I have two or three questions to ask about these hot air balloons. Could it fly upwind? No. It can only no, this, is, this is the presence lackey. I'll do this. Okay. No. It can only adjust directions depending on the wind. How long can it stay in the air? As long as the balloon has gas in it, it can stay in the air as long as needed. But realistically speaking, it uses a lot more gas going up and down, so it usually comes back to land by dusk. Like, do you think do you think Valentine like has like a job requirement? Like, if you're gonna be my lackey, you have to have the same hairdo as me. I will not what? step down from this. <laughs> like, there's that, or there's the other option, where it's like, is this? I don't know. Uh, like, his lackeys are always something I think about. It's like. Oh, these guys. Yeah. You see, oh, it, I see where you go with this. Yeah, you see what I mean. It's mm. like, it's like, That's are these are these the jobbers? <laughs> Is this what happens to the jobbers? Oh, okay. No, no yeah. spoilers. But I get, yeah, I get where you're putting yeah, down yeah, here, Jack. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. How many are currently being flown in the race area? About thirty-six. That is during good weather. Hmm. Then this is my... He's horrifying, dude. Why yeah, he's, he he's real like bad this? to look at right Why now. Why did he draw like this? Yeah, maybe even Iraqi thought that. And he was like, oh, I gotta make this different. <laughs> I gotta make him hot. Then this is my final question. Despite having so many of them on the lookout, why am I getting reports that Johnny Joestar and Gyro Zeppeli are missing? And why does this always happen? And why have they not found the pigeon... That Ringo sent from his orchard. Ooh. Ringo's pigeon aside, it is impossible to track two people from the air at all times. That might be. These are just petty details. But I can be sensitive to these details. This is a personal hypothesis. But I believe it is because Steele is not willing to cooperate. Perhaps he's trying to interfere? Those hot air balloons are his property, after all. You think that the promoter is double-crossing us? Impossible. Even if that were true, Steele would have nothing to gain. He has no motive. That's right. Normally, promoters seek wealth and fame, but there's something different about him. He has a passion, something akin to a child's dream. Petty idealism, especially after Monument Valley. That might not be his intention now, but I have a feeling that he will betray us. I wonder, I wonder which. I feel like he is not necessary to the race, but at the same time, he might still be useful to me. Steven Steele has charisma. The media, middle class, volunteer workers. He has many followers. If he disappears, the race will be plunged into confusion. Yes, I see. Hold, let, let's hold that thought for now. But once he stops being of any use... We must ask him to take his leave. We must find the next corpse part that is located somewhere here in Kansas. <laughs> uh, the next corpse part is the spine. According to Joseph of Arimathea's map, it's still never going to stop being ridiculous to me. No. <laughs> completely absurd. Yep. His backbone is here somewhere. 
the central part of the human body, the most important part. As long as we have it, the other parts will come on their own. We must retrieve it. We must call the stand users to this town. <laughs> it's like like Rita Repulsa summoning her bad guys. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. Um, yeah, I uh, I think I'm doing Lucy. No, I was oh, doing Lucy. You're doing this guy. Oh, I'm doing the Oompa Loompa guys. All yeah, right. Madam, Mrs. Steele, Madam, are you listening to me, Mrs. Steele? Ah. In two to three days, the participants of this race are going to flood into this city. I have mountains of work, and yet you still requested for a tutor, and I agreed to do it. I'm busy, too, and what is this now? You haven't paid attention to what I've been saying at all, just looking out the window. She goes and scrubs away all the chalk. Yeah, they're doing, like, integrals. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's imaginary numbers on this shit. Um. The fact that I've been learning lip-reading from you, have you told anyone about it? You haven't told anyone, right? Right? No one knows, right? Yes, of course. That is what we promised. Alright, well, I'm quitting studying. None of this makes any sense. I don't get it at all, and I'm falling asleep already. I have no knack for it. Me in sixth grade algebra. (laughs) God. He's probably going to yell at me for being unfocused. Here's your money. Now go home, please. And then she breaks down crying. Get out of here. Um, Yeah, start sobbing. Here's here's Steven Steele. Oh, cool. Lucy, as long as you're here... God damn, this is supposed to be a tender moment. As long as you're here beside me, I'm content with leading an ordinary life. I don't need anything else. Well, I guess it makes me a little happy to see my name in the paper. Even if those papers are going to be in the trash by the next morning. It can just be in the bottom corner, in tiny letters. Produced by Stephen Steele. That's fine with me. Just for that, I'll put my whole heart and soul into this race. He's gonna be killed. My husband was just being used when they didn't need him anymore. Johnny Joe Star, Gyro Zeppelin, Stand User, Steel Ball Run Race, Joseph Arithea's map, Left Arm, The Next Corpse Fart, Spine! Um, because we know that, uh, Lucy was spying on the president and his lackey talking, and she knows lip reading. They're going to dispose of him. And we see Ringo's carrier pigeon just landed. Uh-oh. She remembers Valentine talking about the pigeon. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to see what she can do. Yeah, she goes up to the government building, uh, talking to this army guy. Of course, I'm. Oh wait, is this her? Yeah, talking? this is Lucy. This is Lucy. Okay. Of course, I'm well aware. I know this building is government property. All I need to do is give my husband his lunch. He forgot to take it this morning. You know who my husband is, right, Stephen Steele? Please give it to him right away. It would be pointless to give it to him after lunchtime. And guy goes to give it to the clerk. And Lucy's gone. And she snuck in. She's on the stairs. <laughs> uh, Looking she, extremely like she's has big Mariah energy right now. Huge Mariah energy. <laughs> um, and she breaks the, the lock off of the pigeon coop to get at it. But suddenly, someone comes up the stairs. It's, it's the president. Oh, okay. It should be coming soon. What kind of information do you think it is? There's evidence that Ringo sent his pigeon here. What? There's something wrong. This door is open. When I checked the pigeon house this morning, it closed. Did anyone else come here? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here Uh-oh. President. She grabs president the pigeon and, and president hides. President someone else. She grabs the pigeon and hides under the coop. Who is this? <laughs> oh, I know who this is, but it's just like... Who, who the fuck? This guy has his ponytail coming through his hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, uh, I don't like this guy. Nah. So, is the pigeon here? I'm sorry, I don't see a pigeon carrying a message. It seems as if it hasn't arrived yet. Uh, Lucy carefully unscrews the, the message see what it is what do you think 
They say that there are pigeons that can fly 2,000 kilometers in one day. Even if it can't fly that fast, our pigeon should have arrived this morning, and the information was important enough that Ringo would have sent it before he died. Something of that much urgency. What do you think it could be? Mr. P- mm. Mr. President, wait a moment. You skipped, skipped the... Oh, oh, sorry, page. sorry. Yep. I am sorry. I myself have no idea. It can't be. It can't be its location. Lucy reads the letter, which is the location of the next corpse part. Location of the next corpse part seems to be indicated within these numbers. Turbo, north, 39624, west, 9446. Ringo. <laughs> Ringo signature. <laughs> Mr. President, wait a moment. There's something wrong with the pigeon house. There's something amiss. I'm sorry. I said the pigeon hadn't arrived yet, but let me correct myself. There's one that has arrived. There's one more than was there this morning. Looks like Ringo sent two pigeons. One with the message attached to its foot and another that he didn't have time to. Two pigeons! What do you mean? Why would one arrive and the other not? This is getting odder and odder. This lock. There are signs that someone broke in and tried to fix it again. So, what are you trying to say, Blackmore? Is that it? Someone came to the rooftop and pried this door open? That door over there was also open. But I can't imagine who, for what reason, who would do something like this here in Kansas City? I'm sorry, Mr. President. It seems as if both pigeons have arrived. There are footprints in front of the cage, two footprints wet from the rain, and this pigeon's wings are still damp. The pigeon arrived just a few moments ago. Uh, a, a pigeon feather blows out from under where Lucy is sitting. God, Valentine is massive. Mm-hmm. I hate him. Are you sure about this? But I still don't understand. Are you saying that someone was here, was just here, that they stole the pigeon with the message who would do such a thing? So Valentine notices the feather and yeah. goes to check under the coop. Yep, clack, 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 step, step, step. And just as he's about to lift the cloth covering Lucy, the pigeon flies out from under the, the coop. Squawk! Squawk! It's the pigeon with the message. What are you doing? Catch it immediately, Blackmore. And Blackmore uh, looks up. Yes, I'm sorry. I'll go after it right away, Mr. President. He does his and... best Mary Poppins impression. <laughs> yeah, you remember what this guy's stand does? Oh, yeah, that's why I remember this guy's stand. Oh, boy. So he can walk on raindrops. <laughs> he can freeze raindrops in place and do stuff with them. Oh, part seven stands. What the fuck? We, we catch a quick glimpse of the stand's face which looks like a hockey mask with a some kind of flag printed over it walleyes walleyes oh no oh look at the design no look at the design jack shut up shut up shut up fuck you it's walleyes (laughs) it's walleyes all the way down so it's like a a a nouveau hockey mask with a uh, it looks like the hockey mask is the stand it's the uh like the representation of it yeah like he can do the effects of it whenever but this is what it manifests as drip 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 chasing oh, this the is pigeons. gross oh god oh this sucks jack <laughs> yeah I, I for hmm didn't remember that it could do this so it looks like the raindrops go through his body and then what okay here's what i think is happening the rain is transferring pieces of himself to the pigeon. Um, so he just transferred his entire jaw around the pigeon um, and took a big old meaty hunk out of it, like catching it. Then brings it, then big steppy back to the president and brings it back. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Don't like that. Anyway. It's empty. <laughs> Mr. President, there's no message inside the capsule. I'm sorry. It's empty takes another look under the coop sees the cap to the message bottle 
It's the cap. The cap to the capsule on the pigeon's leg. Someone was just here. They took the message just now. Who could it have been? This person already knew about Ringo's pigeon and the existence of the message. Uh, Lucy sprinting away. This floor, check this floor. No one's come downstairs yet. This is an emergency. Someone has invaded the building. Close this building down. Close it completely. Also, if you find the intruder, I give you permission to shoot. And Blackmore bends down and he sees droplets of water on the stairs. I give you, I repeat, I give you permission to shoot the intruder. Raise security levels to maximum. Don't let anybody leave the building. Steven Steele's here. The halls are unusually loud today. What's going on? What's all this noise? The contents of Ringo Rodigan's message. It was unmistakably the location of the next corpse part. But what's going on? There's an invisible enemy besides Gyro Joestar and John... John... <laughs> Gyro Zeppeli and Johnny Joestar inside mm-hmm. the building. <laughs> and, and we cut. Yeah, cut it there. That's, that's the end of the volume. And we're going to find out what happens next. Next mm-hmm. time on What a Beautiful Podcast. Jack, tell mm-hmm. him where to find us. Oh, well, everybody, as always, you can find us on our home base on SoundCloud. You check out all the lovely thumbnail art that Andy assembles. Um, curse, absolute <laughs> Curation, not creation. It's, a, it's absolute. It's cursed in there, folks. <laughs> Take a look at your own risk. Because, like, if you go there right now, like, what greets you? Um, Nothing good. I hate this old man. A true man. <laughs> Fuck. A lot of piece, people listen to the true man's yard. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Holy great, shit. Great. That's got to be the most views we've gotten in one episode. Like in a week, rather. Less than a week. That's four days. Yeah. Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Picking up somehow. Um check us out on twitter at jojo underscore cast where you can also find links to the soundcloud links to our spotify page check us out there like comment subscribe we've got apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, anywhere where podcasts are let us know what you think of us we're gonna be here forever until we die <laughs> good night <laughs> thanks for listening guys we'll see you next time bye